0: What's up, everybody? This is Broken City Artists podcast, episode eighteen. We have a very special guest, my buddy Colton Dixon. You doing. key, dude. Good to have you. Good to be here, man. I thought we'd go back in time and kind of review a little bit of the history, like how we all know each other and what yeah. your story's been. Because your story's pretty amazing. It's like there are a lot of big themes. You got like mm-hmm. perseverance and faith and. Mm-hmm going against the grain a little bit and Mm -hmm. being on national TV, just kind of, I mean, you were a teenager. Yep. Late teens on national TV singing. How did that, so tell me about the process of going from your hometown, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, so like small town boy.
1: It's funny, you never consider your hometown to be small town until you get out of that town Mm -hmm. and then you kind of see perspective. Um, yeah, I grew up in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. It's, um, 40 minutes south of Nashville. Um, but um, I always loved music. Um, took piano lessons for several years. Um, but when I was 13, it's when I sang for the first time, and uh, it's just kinda of when I knew. Um, I felt like God was just kinda of telling me right really? then and there, um, this is what you're gonna do. It's weird at 13, like, thinking you really know what you're gonna do for the rest of your life.
0: I had the same thing with drums. Like, like it, it's like, crazy. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, at that age, they yeah. they ask you, and you say, "I want to be a doctor or a dinosaur." Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't know. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, that's true. Um, but I I knew, so I started pursuing that, and um, did the band thing with my sister, and and um, it was great. We we're leading worship for our youth group, and um, just learning and gaining experience, and mm-hmm. um, started writing with a buddy of mine. And what and age did that happen? I started writing. at fourteen or fifteen. Wow um, so started pretty, doing that. Pretty quickly you were like, um, I gotta write. Yeah. yeah. Um it I, I was learning other people's songs and play by ear mostly and so it came fairly easy, um, picking out songs and, and then I was like, you know what, like what if I just wrote my own? And so that's what we started doing. Um, what was the style back then that you um, started writing? Bad. The style was called bad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I invented that genre. <laughs> very very bad um the world will never hear it um but uh it's out there though i'm sure it is somewhere <laughs> you can um, lock that in a vault <laughs> but yeah so and that really kind of took us up to the american idol thing um mm-hmm. my sister really wanted to audition we were in nashville and uh at bridgestone arena the big arena there everyone was waiting outside um I had no desire to do it at all. It was just kind of there for her, just gotcha support. Um, just kind of excited to see what all the hoopla was about. Yeah. We watched the show since the beginning, and yeah, and um, this is season ten. Right? Season ten, correct. And uh, and while we were waiting outside, we waited overnight. We were those people, um, but um, she was That's like, safe. "Just why would you not audition? Just do it. You know, just you're here, you're waiting overnight yeah. outside. Just do it." And I'm like, okay. "That's pretty
0: cool that she was like, yeah." Um, super She you know, no, wasn't so focused on herself that she couldn't be like, come yeah, on, he's she's good always,
1: She's always been like that. That's awesome. But the um, craziest thing is we 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 got inside, and um, the way they had it set up is just several booths laid out on the floor of the arena, and no one was getting through. Really? Like amazing voices. You could hear them. I mean, some were louder than others. You could hear them wow. well, and they weren't making it. So I'm like, wow, this is Did a little say- more intense than I yeah. thought. Did you say where this
0: was? Was this in Nashville? Uh, it's still in Nashville, Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, so we went down, and we didn't even have an opportunity to tell them we were related. Um, and okay. no two people in the same group got through. Just didn't happen. So um, she sang, she went back, I sang, went back, and they called us both forward, uh, or whatever, that we had made it. And we were like, that's really crazy. Whoa. We're related, by the way. And yeah. they were like, what? Like, Story. They ate that up, yeah. Yeah, the producers. Um but anyway, so yeah, so just that whole journey, um, for those who don't know, I, I made it to the, around the top 40 of that season. Um, shortly after is when I met um, these guys, actually.
0: Yeah, and I actually don't really know what happened between you, you know, leaving the top 40 or getting cut, or I don't know how it happened, after Hollywood
1: week? Or <coughs> Yeah, so I, I'm trying to remember. Um, I know... After Hollywood Week, they flew us home for Christmas, um, and then they flew us back out um, to sing, and then they did a last cut before the live shows. That's what it was. Um, so I was out here for that, um, and that's when I got cut. Um,
0: did you get it, cut on TV or before? I did. You, I, I remember cut. that, right? Yeah. yeah, it was just yeah. Walking. I was on Long, TV. It was me and a couple hallway. other guys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah,
1: we were in an airport hangar somewhere. Yep. Um, that. and, uh, so that happened and then, um, was going to go home or, or maybe I went home and I went home and came back out for the Ellen show. So it was, um, Ellen okay. called and which is, that's really crazy. Um, yeah. that still blows my mind. Yeah. Happened. But, um, yeah. came back out and then, um, got a buddy who, um, led worship at Saddleback, David Upton. Yep. Um, and so I went out for their conference and Adam was here teaching a, a lesson on how to write a, a hit song, I think. Just write songs. <laughs> <laughs> how to write a hit. <laughs> how to, how, here's how you write a smash. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm not the expert on that. But yeah, it was just like a songwriting seminar. Yeah. I remember that. And um, I think it might be the <laughs> second time I taught it there. And I knew Dave, you know, maybe slightly more than acquaintance. We weren't mm-hmm. real we're close, but he... Um, he was like the rock worship leader mm-hmm. down there. And... um get a call from him and he's like, hey man, I, I know this guy just got caught off an of idol, shouldn't have gotten cut, he's amazing, do you want to get together with him? And I'm like, I called you and Andy at the time and just like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I was like, let's just make the most of this because I knew you were gonna, only going to be here three or four days, something like that. Yeah, it was, it was quick. Um, we went down and met with you at Saddleback Church. Yep. Sat down and watched, I remember I hadn't seen your audition or whatever, you had it on your phone. Or a performance mm, or something. I, I remember, something, yeah, I don't remember. I remember watching and going, man, you good. It's really good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, I, I call friends and I'm like, let's film this. Let's document this story. Yeah,
1: I remember that. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Ryan went down with a camera and yeah. followed you all the way here in your car. That's right. I remember so we, all that. There's actually a little, a little, uh, I don't know, docu-story online somewhere. You guys can find it. Yeah. Of that whole period.
1: Yeah. I'll have to go back and watch that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like... You walking in the studio for the first time, and us, you know, yep. meeting again. Yeah, but that was a fun week, man. We did like was. three or four songs. Yep. Wrote a bunch, recorded a bunch. Yep. I think the creative connection
1: was pretty instantaneous. Yep, for sure. Um, yeah. I had tons of ideas. Um, when you when you're on the show, you have no time to do really any writing. It's all just work on your craft type thing. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was getting, I mean, you're you're maturing so much that process. Um you're learning so much of just life yeah um, tons of ideas
0: and yeah you're in a pressure cooker, man and then you yeah. have to go on TV in front of millions of people
1: and and be this polished product and you're still <laughs> it's a it's a very um pressuring crazy thing do you think
0: a- okay, so looking back on it like that would freak me out now you know just mentally going like there are millions of people you have to kind of shut that off but did you Recognize that mentally at that time, or were you kind of so young that it was almost like you didn't? You just went up there and just tried, just to play, or was was that in your mind? Um, like how wide that audience was in the no, moment? It wasn't um, not at all. That's um, good.
1: The they, I think they shot in CBS Studios, um, mm-hmm. just by the Grove, but um, there were. 300 people in there maybe or three to five hundred um for a night like a church congregation like a church congregation yeah. That's but a really hype church congregation. Right. You awesome. could do no wrong for <laughs> yeah, that audience yeah. um, They're really the best um, to perform to They were great, but um, well, That's cool. So the pressure was off. You're focusing on them not millions. Yes, the, the only pressure you had was remembering the lyrics um, because oh, yeah, that I, part be like, scary I, I grew up on Christian music, really, um, and Garth Brooks, but um, <laughs> yeah, um, but I didn't listen to a lot of mainstream, and that's my own dang fault. But yeah, um, when I got to Idol, I'm like, crap, I'm like. So were you we're like, having Stevie Wonder week? I'm like, I obviously knew Stevie Wonder was, yeah. but I'm like, I don't know all of his catalog.
0: Right. Just um, yeah, every.
2: And how long would <laughs> you have to memorize that song and be able to like <laughs> um, go up there and they give you like a day? I'm
1: trying to. I'm no, I'm trying to remember how the layout was. So, I think the episodes aired on Tuesday and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, performance, Wednesday was the cut uh-huh. and the group song. Yeah. Then we started on the group songs. Um, Thursday, we were, I think we, were, we had to choose our song on Wednesday for the okay. next week. And Thursday, Thursday or Friday, we were in the studio recording that recording song. Recording that song. Um, we're um, which wow. helped a lot because um, I mean you can always have the take. lyrics there take after take that you helped a lot it. Yeah. Um, but then Sunday we had the Ford um, video shoot yep. or whatever from what um, yeah. the commercials driving a Ford Focus around yeah or a Stang it was mm-hmm. kind of awesome um, but uh, yeah so that was kind of our day off honestly because we mm-hmm. were getting dressed into the most ridiculous things and <laughs> right so I, one I was like hurt. a paranormal thing another yeah. one we were like Greek gods it was kind of fun that's um <laughs> Yeah, so, but anyway, like, we had a little bit of time, but still, yeah. like, it's not enough time to sink it into memory. For sure, yeah. It Like, or muscle memory. It's just enough to, like, be able to just remember... Quickly, I guess. Yeah, yeah, But it wasn't embedded. God, so, that'd be so wow. nerve wracking. Yeah, especially like... when it got to the two songs a night, I was just like. uh... Yeah, so we <laughs>
0: kind of jumped ahead here. So now you're kind of remembering probably a lot of season eleven.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we're so in
0: season eleven. In right? between that, this this is a funny little moment because we had this awesome week of creativity. Yeah. And I think you may have even flown out again and worked with us, or something happened. I don't remember what it was, but we we ended up over at Claim Jumper, with. David Upton and um, his wife and we were all there talking and stuff and Andy was there too, I think. Andy was there Mm -hmm. and we were just talking about like career and and just your path and your vision for what you wanted to do and I don't even remember what happened, but it got sort of heated in there. (laughs) Just because we were all just so like excited and intense about it. Yeah. And somewhere between then and the next season, yeah, we were like, dude, you have we have some cool songs. Yeah. Let's go after this. Just start now. Yeah. And you were like I want to go audition again for
1: Idol. Well, what's funny I don't know when that was, but well, it didn't happen that way. Okay. Um, I was on board. Oh, um, Oh, you're right. So this is crazier. Okay. This is a crazier story. Yep. Um, yeah. So I was on board to do that. Like the Ellen show thing happened mm-hmm. and then, um, you had a good fan base a little bit. Yeah. Like something? I kind of had like that cult following thing of people who, um, liked me on the show or whatever. Didn't want me to get voted off. Yep. So, um, but yeah. you were under
0: contract, that's what it was. I was you under were, contract, so had I could,
1: we, we had to wait. Um, you're exactly right. There we go. Um, wait until, gosh, it three was like, a, it was three months after the show ended, after that season ended. Yeah, and then win our audition. not far <laughs> after that, probably. No, not at all. Um, okay. So, my sister wanted to do it again, um, so we traveled with her. She made it to the judge round mm-hmm. and the judges, I'm sure, I'm sure the producers were feeding them, but, yeah. um, the judges asked to see me, um, is all real to me. Um, so I walk in and start getting the guilt trip. Like, why aren't you auditioning? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we really liked you last year. Da, 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 da. Um, so I'm just, I'm thinking like, you know, crazy oh, yeah. in my head. I'm like, what do I do here?
0: Yeah, because you don't want to steal your sister's thunder. Man, or a and moment. like,
1: I was so scared about that. Um, worried. Um, she she was singing before I was, mm-hmm. so just just like making sure like she had her thing. Yeah, um, that was really yeah. important to me, um, and it was to her too. I'm sure. Oh my um, gosh, yeah. So whenever they started asking me that, I'm like, "Yo, like, this is her thing. Like, you know, listen to her. Like, I'll stand in here and li- like, you know, trying to think of what to say." And But Randy doesn't even ask. Like, if he would have asked, I think it would have went differently. Really? Yeah. Um, but he, he was just like, just stand over there or whatever. Um, Skylar, you just go ahead and sing. Colton <laughs> be thinking of a song. Like that type of thing. And <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. like. Whoa. So it went from how how do I just like make this about her to now how do I say no? Like how do right. I and not come off like a jerk? You know, like, you know, so I'm like... Dude, that must have been rough.
0: And part of you had to have been like, this is kind of cool. Oh, it was very cool. It was very yeah. flattering. Um, yeah. So you were probably just looking at your sister going like...
1: I was so trying to read her. Did and you have she, a chance
0: to even talk to her or was it just more just reading her Oh, body no, no. Language? There was
1: no talking while we were in the room. Uh, it was literally reading her body wow. language. And, and she seemed um, in the room... You're, you're, Let me break this down. You're trying to read a woman's body language. Um, I've been married for six months. I'm not good at it. Um, how long have you been married?
0: It's going on
1: ten years, man. Are you good at it? It's hit and miss. <laughs> exactly I'll tell you that much. Um, <laughs> and yeah. this is a teenage girl, so that's even better. On um, camera. On with camera. Celebrities with celebrities in front of her. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but um, she seemed okay. Like, but. Like, there are also moments where I I could tell she was flustered, but I'm like... What's nerves? I I don't know what that means. Like, what what do I do here? Um, But then I was was also kind of thinking, like, man, how cool would it be... This is all in my head in, like, five seconds. How cool would it be if, like, this is her story? Mm -hmm. Like, even Mm -hmm. if I just get cut again, like, what if it's her... So, like, all this was going through my head, and I'm like, it wouldn't hurt, you know? So, that's kind of what I wound up with. So... Real quick, had
0: she like signed an agreement before she auditioned? So you were kind of like in this weird free zone where they just wanted you to do it on the spot. Yes. But you weren't. it wasn't really official either.
1: Right, so. Um, <clears throat> so interesting. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of the business side with Fox that had to be kind of cleared up with that. Yeah, um, I bet. But um, yeah, so anyway, um, I was thinking Alright, do do? Do like I for TV, there are a list of cleared songs, and there are some artists who are buttheads and they don't clear their songs for TV. So <laughs> I was like, Alright, which artists aren't the buttheads? Um, so um, I came up with just an, a guy who was on Idol, David Cook, and I oh, sang one of his cool. songs, figured that was safe. Yeah, um, totally. And um, that's what I did, and we both made it, and we both made it through Hollywood Week, and we were like, Ooh. Awesome! Like, we're both. Left here standing after Hollywood Week. That didn't yeah, happen yeah. the year before. She got cut in group round. Um, we were smarter, though. We did separate groups <laughs> the second year. Um, That's cool. But anyway, so she made it to um, to where I made it the previous previous year. Okay. So she made it to the top 40. It's great. Right, right before top and she's 40. She's a few years younger, too, so she yeah, had time to grow. And for sure. But, um, yeah, what a crazy period. That man. moment
0: when she got cut, oh, um, man. And was that rough between you guys or just rough for her, personally?
1: Um, no, she... I mean, she was really upset, but not because I mean she didn't. That's cool. She was just really bummed. Yeah. But um, she's a great singer, man. She I mean, she's is,
0: If you guys don't know Skylar Dixon, she just guested on. She's guested with you multiple times live yeah. and stuff, and um, she's on one of the songs on. Yeah. You're new When of we did the EP. Uh,
1: acoustic EP, the calm, um, she came in and sang "You Are With Me." So and yeah. she killed it. She's amazing. Yeah, get on and search. You are great yeah. voice. We actually... I haven't played it for you guys. She's coming out with an EP soon. Really? And we did a song together. Oh, it's awesome. it's that's cool. really
0: good. I heard her single. I just heard it like three days ago. It's really it awesome. Yeah, it's great.
1: But um, yeah, so anyway, um, I have no idea where we were. Yeah, so...
0: <laughs> okay, well now you're, you're on Idol. You're learning songs. You're trying yeah. to memorize lyrics. Yep. And you're killing it. And you're in the top seven now. Yep. Yeah. I just like went and, and wikipedia to you this morning cuz i oh, kind of nice. forgot some of the story but you have this don't believe everything you awesome, <laughs> don't worry uh it was an awesome story you're killing it and then top 7 mm-hmm. you made a little bit of a song choice yeah error so, or you
1: might say what what's what's funny about all of this is like i grew up in church and and um like it's kind of stupid, some of the religious nonsense that goes along with church. Um, we might have to end this out later. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But don't what I mean, just there's extreme people in, in and,
0: life everywhere. Yeah, totally. And they kind um, of But some people don't see what's really going on and yeah, they've misjudged you.
1: Totally. Um, but when you're first of all, when you're out in LA for two or three months at a time and you're on a show like this like church is not there, um that community anyway, I'll yeah. say is not there um, and even the song "Never Gone, which we'll talk about later, it mm-hmm. was very much inspired by how I felt on the show, um yeah. just kind of that disconnect of like, man, like I for the first time in your life really, yeah, right? like like I said, growing up in the church I was always um in the middle of of where God was, um mm-hmm. even if even if I was having a hard time with something like everyone else around me was kind of there to build you up in that. It's
0: like bowling with the bumpers on. Yeah, it's like, exactly boom, right. Boom, everything's cool. Exactly right.
1: But man, whenever you, you're you out of a situation like that, yeah. like it's it can be really difficult. Um, but, um, so, top seven, um, they give you a list of um, sing one of the number one songs in the last 10 years on pop radio. I figured that would be a really easy list to choose from. Right. It's not. <laughs> um, at all. Yeah. Um, it's really not. So I'm thinking, I'm like, man... And these are the approved ones, too. Right, so yeah. you have a page and a half of songs you can choose from. And I'm thinking, okay. So I am started going through the songs, a lot of which I don't even know. Um, and
0: yeah, because the criteria that you're thinking about, what's going to kill on the show, what's going to suit my voice... It's exactly. Just, the list just starts shrinking. It's
1: shrinking drastically. Yeah. Um, and the other... Um, There were two songs that night. The other was, um, gosh, like, um, Song of the Year You Were Born, maybe? Mm -hmm. Yeah, The Year You Were Born. Um, And one of them, I was born in 91. So, not very many good ones to choose from. I think September, Earth, Wind, and Fire was 91. So... (laughs) I, I want to say that was it. Is that right? I don't think so. That's probably 71. That's seventies,
2: but maybe there was like some other version of maybe yeah, it. Maybe that was the turn then. that was
0: like right before Nirvana hit, and there's a lot of pop, like Sheen pop. And... I don't know
1: why else I would have done September byers fire. Interesting. Maybe
0: it was just earlier week.
1: I don't know. But, I, anyway, that's the other one okay. I did that week, um, but um, and that one like, I'm obviously not going to do it the same way they did it. Um, yeah. So, so funk, complete funk. reconstruction of that as well. So. Um, and the one I chose for the number one hit song was Bad Romance by Lady Gaga, so yeah. Um, what's funny is, musically, that's a really dope song, it's amazing, um, like, a lot of my music is similar to just chord structure of that song,
0: a lot of like minor feeling. Yeah. Orchestral um, almost. It's
1: dark, but it's very epic and, and anyway, um, but. That's kind of the track I was thinking, like, all right, like, what I'm going to be doing musically after the show, like, yeah. and we, we definitely, we rocked that song out, and we had double bass on it song, or double pedal on that song. Yeah, yeah. <coughs>
0: um, yeah, I remember your performance. I think you wore something really crazy, too. Oh, like, yeah.
1: Um, leather, Greg, were there Greg leather and, pants involved? Oh, yeah, red leather pants, um, <laughs> who were intended for a female on the show. Um, I won't get into that. Um, but You have the physique, man. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, so there's this guy named Greg Lauren who makes really awesome jackets. And we were talking the other day oh, about yeah. it Reminds yeah. me a lot of you and like how you create things um, from past or from history or whatever. And, yeah. And, um, but it kind of looked like a Jack Skellington jacket. It was okay. really dope. Um, but yeah, so I definitely looked crazy and was doing a crazy song. And we had, I think, Cryo that night, too. Yeah. So it was just a lot to take in visually. And
0: yeah, and for you, you're focused on different things. The audience is just like, they see the name Lady Gaga, the, the title Bad Romance. Yep. The clean-cut Christian guy exactly. on Idol that they were all voting for and hoping would win. Yep. And it was like,
1: he's let me down. Right? Yeah, it's exactly what it was. And what's funny... What's funny is that question is still kind of a little bit of a pet peeve for me in um, mm-hmm. meet and greets and stuff. Um, not so much here because I know um, you guys behind it, but yeah. when people ask me, like, so do you regret? It's just like what comes behind, what I know is coming behind it yeah. is you <laughs> let the Christian community down. Um, yeah. As if choosing a
0: song represents your entire belief system.
1: Yeah, like I, I will go on record of saying, like, not the best song choice, like I should have realized that and yeah. and and going even into that week, I remember after recording the song um and hearing it and going, "Wow, this is awesome mm-hmm. um but the the full song you got on iTunes it included the second verse as well, which second mm. verse is, gets a little weird, okay, um on the show, like you it was everything was cut down in ninety seconds anyway, right, um, right. <laughs> but um. I remember, like, feeling in my spirit, and like, oh, really? This is, this is not, this is not going to be good.
0: While you're on stage, or just kind of right in recording. Around it
1: it? Two, two days before oh, we even oh. got out there, so I when went it to, was too late, to I change. I asked one of the the pe- one of our handlers I was like, hey, um, just letting you know, this is kind of what I'm going through right now. Um, really, what are the chances that we could switch? Um, it was it got to that point oh wow. Um, wow I didn't know that part yeah a lot of people don't um, but the producers were like you know the iTunes thing it's kind of already done um, it's being cut or whatever wow. thinking in the back of my head I know a couple guys um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um, hook you up. but yes but it was at that point like you kind of just had to face the decision that you made dude and so that was a that was a very um not like dark like spiritual warfare type moment but it was just like yeah kind of in a very lighthearted way a green mile moment mm mm-hmm. because you're, you're like you're walking on stage it's like like i had so much fun singing it i'm not going to lie because it's a fun song to perform yeah but just knowing you know kind of like how people were going to respond i remember talking to my dad i remember talking to um a good friend of mine now um, his name's Tony Nolan he's an evangelist mm-hmm. he goes around with a bunch of big tours but just having these conversations like, hey like I need you to to be praying for me this week just because here's what's going on yeah like i I probably made a a quick decision that should have been a more thought out decision and, yeah and now here we are and it's kind of like I just gotta face it <clears throat> and wow. um the power of perception man yeah and even just
0: throughout that you have like your own perception of what you're doing and then what what we now know is the audience's perception of what you did um the fact that you felt it instinctually and then the fact that really I mean when we move this story forward it's not like that was like a bad something that just like led you down this horrible path and you never you never made it it's like you got so you you do that song and you get cut and Mm -hmm. I remember with Stephen Tyler that was like, I can't believe this just happened. Kind of just like, that's what's going on. Because like, you were never yeah. in the bottom three. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, it, it's funny. I remember waking up that morning. Um, Philip, uh, Phillip Phillips and I were the last ones to leave the, the mansion that day for some reason. Um, but I remember looking at him. Like, while he was, like, putting his shoes on or whatever. I'm like, I'm getting cut tonight. I knew it. Really? Oh. Like, and that's that's really did you read it in the audience or no was it just like of a vibe? You just um, we weren't it. even there um okay. we were still at the i mean it was early that morning oh, and, but i do i remember and his girlfriend was there um she was kind of helping him through the everything he's going through on the show which is crazy but um yeah i just remember thinking i was like i had a weird feeling and he was like he was looking at me like, bro. You just being humble? Jimmy Iveen just paired us against each other last week. They gonna milk that. Like, you know, uh, yeah. all that crap. Um, but, yeah, and then I went home. But it was a big learning thing for me. Yeah. In that um, I was very, I was vocal without being vocal about my faith. It's like when people asked, I would answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a big thing for me is not being preachy. There's so many people that are preachy. Um, and it, it never comes off good because it's always a lot of this, Yeah. uh, yeah. you know, and I'm like, so instead of doing that, I'm just kind of like, Hey, here's kind of like my story and here's kind of where I'm at. And if you like it, great. And if you don't, that's, that's cool. Hope you like the music, you know? Yeah. It's a
0: natural (laughs) extension of your personality. I think again, and I share that same story. Yeah, totally the same. Yeah. It feels forced if I start kind of, I don't know. forcing it into anything a song a conversation whatever but when it's there i definitely feel that like okay Mm -hmm. i'm not going to deny my faith yeah oh that's what's really important
2: people also notice by your actions too yeah like how you are as a person that really has more of an impact on them
0: Mm. which was in the long term i
2: mean in the short term and just meeting people that's different but you're right yeah when you get to know somebody
0: it's like your actions speak a lot louder. Hence the song, Bad Romance. <laughs> 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 oh, man. And this red act. But it, but it
2: makes sense why you picked that song from a musical standpoint, because you're a musician. Like, you saw, yeah, man, the chorus. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Like, I could see that working.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know? but again, and, and the
2: way the show's designed, too. It's like it's a secular show. So it's yeah. like, what's the big deal? I
1: think, mm-hmm. uh, here's, here's what's funny. I, I'm just remembering this. I remember playing that for the producers... Um, and and telling them, like, I'm not 100% sold on this. Right. <clears throat> if you have a better idea, I'm open. Mm-hmm. And they went, What about I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry? <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. But at that the, at the a, time, yeah. I, I, I just knew the lead line. And I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah, like, I, I don't think it's going to work.
0: less of two evils.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway, but, okay. um,
2: that's funny that, that was that was their B plan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they knew what they were doing. Definitely. <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah. It was an amazing grace. That's for sure. No. <laughs> but, um... Okay, so you get, you know. you get
0: kicked off. you Are are you mm-hmm. devastated? Or are you kind of like...
1: Mm. Um, I, it didn't really hit me. um yeah. Until I had to wake up at 3 a.m. the next morning <laughs> to do all oh. of the TV stuff. Oh, that's right. Um, at that I point, was the spotlight's on brutal. you. Man, um, that's But it was at that moment that I realized how many people watched the show. Mm. Um... Cause they, I'm pretty sure they flew me right out to New York and we did like the press run. And then, um, we did the tonight show with Leno and and that kind of stuff. And, um, it was crazy. I remember walking through New York and it was my first time in New York. Mm, Um, so I was like taking in the concrete jungle, you know, but everybody on the street would stop and like, and do the double or they would be like, man, like super bummed or like,
0: man whatever um how crazy is man being one of the biggest cities on the planet getting recognized it was overnight
1: so weird so weird but that like i said that was the moment i'm like wow there are a lot of people that watch the show um it was really crazy i remember we got to go see spider-man on broadway huge like comic book guy so it was really fun and there were these two girls um these like they were 13 or 14 Mm -hmm. it was pouring down rain outside They waited outside the entire time the show, the Broadway show was playing. Waited for us to get out, Whoa. um, just to hand hand me like some little scrapbook thing, say hi. Wow, and it was like, it's like like, whoa, this wasn't just at CBS Studios in LA. This is, (laughs) this is awesome. States that
0: that naivety (laughs) that you had on the show benefited you.
1: Uh, I guess Uh, I don't don't even know what to call it. You know, it was just
0: a. Just your world was small. I think that's
1: just
2: the thing with television is when you're like in a room like that, you sort of forget everything else around it. You're kind of just in that place. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you've like, done quite a bit of that too. Yeah, it's
2: like you don't think about millions of people watching because you're just in this room with a, you know, yeah. a handful of people. And and there's you get so used much to going that. on, right? You yeah. Did Jimmy Kimmel with Taylor Oh, Hopkins. yeah. It's like all those shows, you, you get on them and they're just, like you said, there's an audience that's stoked. Yeah. You get on and you play and then you don't think about the other stuff. Yeah. Although it's funny about that, real quick. Oh, what happened? <laughs> I'm about to go out with Jimmy, Kim- I'm about to go on the Jimmy Kimmel show with Taylor Hawkins, and we're about to go on. And one of his friends, Wiley, goes, "Hey, you know, like 20 million people watch this show." And right before I go on, and I'm like, I hadn't thought about that at all the whole day. I'm just thinking, I'm going to go up and play. Dude, it screwed me up. Really? I actually had entered my brain that actually I'm on TV the whole Hang day I, I didn't think about it the whole day until that guy said that,
0: that That's awesome. I wanted to kill him <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wiley what are you thinking you don't tell somebody that before they walk on stage what happened you, wasn't there
0: some sort of musical consequence you yeah that I screwed much? up I played
2: like I played like a lick and it just was not my best night you know and it really is funny how that one little thing triggered the mishap
1: yeah like yeah. I
2: started thinking about it I was like oh my switch. gosh if he hadn't he said that if he hadn't said that I wouldn't have thought about that but it's weird.
0: Were you pissed at him afterwards?
2: I was. I was like, no. I mean, I kind of was just like, I should have been above that. I should have just said, yeah. you know. But it got in my head a little bit.
1: Man, it's fun, like just in life in general, it's so much a mental thing. It is. Um, like, I, I played baseball before I did music, um, and I was a pitcher, and like I would, I would throw one right down the middle, and mm-hmm. the ump would call it a ball, and I like at first it would really make me mad. I bet. I'm like like you need glasses like yeah. i don't know i was that kid <laughs> but i learned to just laugh it off yeah and and it didn't affect the rest of my game right and even just in music mm-hmm. like even writing like there are moments like and i don't know if that segway's never gone or not but yeah, there are moments where like the day is just like not going well some people call it writer's block whatever um, just everything you throw out, nothing's really sticking. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but you can choose to really let that bog you down and mm-hmm. get super, like, wham or whatever. I've noticed that or, you... I've noticed multiple times that you'll be like,
0: I got nothing. You're, yeah. like, willing to admit that moment, <clears throat> which is kind of cool in a way because you're not... I don't know. You're just willing to just kind of go, here's where I'm at, where are you guys... Right. You know, yeah. But I also think that's maturity in writing, too. So it's like you
2: know when... The wells dry for a second. It's like you
0: need to recharge, or yeah, need somebody Something. else to kind of yeah run yeah. the show for one second. You know? Yeah, and what's maybe. fun is
1: all it takes is one person to just have even just a, an alternate thought or just a step away from where you were to kick, to kick the momentum back in, and then yeah. you have a song in thirty minutes. Yeah, are <laughs> true. Like, Whoa, that happened yesterday. It did. Yeah.
0: yeah. So let's let's jump into um, <laughs> this never gone thing. So you're yeah. you're off the show. Um, Everybody was looking at you, and what's the cool thing was is that I guess you found out that Capital Christian mm-hmm. uh, label was like already had their eye on you, so you mm-hmm. were in medians pretty quick, right? Yeah, um, it's pretty immediate. Yeah, so and we had worked with them before, and since we'd worked with you before when on season 10 after you got cut, um, I don't know how that conversation went, but we ended up in the studio again together.
1: Um, so, 19. Um Coming back on the show, it was funny when I was on the first time. We had meetings with 19. We signed the contract. That's okay. why I was held. Um, and for those of you who
0: don't know, 19 Management is sort of American Idol's like music arm. So yes. you're immediately signed to a management contract and potentially Correct. a record label record yeah, deal. Yeah, it's, it's kind of all mixed together. Yeah, that's
1: a lot of business stuff. You would probably be nerding out or whatever. But yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I remember, like, other people had, like, good quality stuff to play, and I didn't at the time. I was like, I've got a couple songs, but, like, I'd have to sit down at a piano and play you. And that was kind of weird, being, like, the the guy who wasn't as far along. Right. Again, coming from a small pond, like, it's like, oh, wow. You mm-hmm.
0: know? Yeah. But the
1: second year, I had Wherever I Am, Fallout, um, and maybe a couple other Wrecking Ball, I think, too. Wrecking Ball, yeah. 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 Um, and I remember... Not the Miley version. No, not the Miley version. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I remember playing um, a couple tracks for 19 at that time. And, and they were like, these sound really great. Like, <laughs> where, cool. when, when did you have time to get this done? I was like, well, I met a couple guys through a friend. And, and they've done stuff with Disney. And they've done other things. And, and um, they've got a great place about an hour from here. And uh, and they were like, huh. So I think that was kind of like a seed,
0: yeah. um,
1: and then um, got cut off the show, remember um, having a meeting with Ian, um, and uh, Ian's this awesome bald-headed dude with awesome glasses, and he always wears bow ties, so it's like the best thing I've and ever. He's Scottish, <laughs> and he's so Scottish. And he's Scottish, just... so it just takes it from here to there.
0: So he was the head of A&R for mm-hmm. 19, mm-hmm. he's since left, and he's now our manager. So. We were kind of involved. Strange in... the world. It you know, all kind of works together. But at the time, we were writing stuff for artists on Idol, yep. and um, during that season, and grew close to Ian. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, Ian was the first guy you would talk to after you got cut. Like, yep. what's the next um,
1: step? And um, and he was like, so here's the deal. Um, they they take bets around the office of who's going to win or whatever, and I forget whose I was, but I was somebody's, which was flattering. But he's like, we were shocked nonetheless at seven. It's like, but we want to get you in the studio writing immediately, um, so we're gonna send you to New York to do the press thing, and then we'd love to fly you right back to LA for three weeks. Um, no joke, I wrote a song every day wow. for three Whoa. weeks. Um, it was it was insane. Yeah, um, wrote with all kinds of people. Um, but I think I had that's when I had a few days with you guys, yep. two or three days with you guys, or something like that. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Um, because I told them like, here's the deal: we creatively, it's just a very Good match, um, like, and he hadn't been out here or anything, and and I'm sure like kids coming from idol like, hey, I've got a guy. I'm sure that can mean anything, right. you know. Yeah. But um, was trying to like as best as I could be like this is legit, you know, uh-huh. like um, so um, they gave me a couple days, and that's when Never Gone came along. Yeah. Um, that was like one of the first that I wrote coming up. Yeah, the show. I don't know if
0: it was the first day or the second day, but I remember <laughs> that morning I had sort of. Sat down knowing that you were coming over mm-hmm. and I was working on something and had this melody, I was pretty excited about it. You yeah. know? and I, I showed it to everybody in the room and it it got like that sort of B plus reaction, you know, <laughs> like like, ah, this there's potential here and I was like, Yeah, 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 you just gotta picture it like this and I was like kind of selling the song. It. I was yeah. selling it and everybody was like riding along with it. Mm-hmm. And as we were going, I'm like hmm. I don't know if this is going to graduate to an A. Yeah. But we kept going, and then at some point, there was something that I i had done, and unknowingly, it sounded like a One Republic song. Yes. And somebody called, I think you called it out, I and did. I was like, oh, dude, that <laughs> never happens to me. And I was kind of bummed, and then we're like, let's get lunch. Yeah. And that, to me, was just, like, basically, like, falling, like, yeah. at the last mile of a marathon. Yeah. I hate the idea of, like, working on something yeah. and then at lunch ditching it because you're, like, you've lost half a day. It's a failure. <laughs> I was just, like, this sucks bad. And I knew we only had a day or two with you or a couple of days, whatever yeah. it was. I was, like, half the day has gone and it's sort of my fault. So, remember, we went to lunch. Yeah. And I was, like, I don't even want to go to lunch. Like, we should keep working. But everybody was sort of, like, eh, I'm
1: hungry. Yeah, that's yeah. to eat. So, I,
0: I literally remember... um Because emotionally, it was kind of a blow to just realize that and admit it. Mm. So, I remember just praying. I remember going like, Lord, just please bring like a great song today. Something. Yeah. And unknowingly, you would have the same kind of spiritual moment. Oh,
1: yeah. Like, and what was funny, I probably, I had less... um, Emotional. (laughs) Emotional investment. uh, Less uh, investment in the game or whatever. Yeah. But still, I was just like, you know what? Like, you just thinking, like, God, you taught me so much going through this, like, help us verbalize it, like, that's it, yeah. just, like, just praying, like, you know, I hope that what is, what comes out of today, like, makes you happy, mm-hmm. like, just that kind of thing, so basic, and basic, basic thing, like, you know, didn't necessarily have the emotional, emotional thing to yeah. it, but, like, and it was cool, like, Again, not being preachy, but I think God honors those things when we just ask, and yeah. and it's asking you will receive, and and if you don't ask, like don't expect to get it, right? You know, it's it's one of those things. So yeah. we asked, and we didn't even know that we a- each other asked, and totally. And so we yeah. go to
0: lunch, we come back, and when we came back, it was almost like every man for himself a little bit. Yeah, it was sort of like <laughs> you were in here on piano. Mm-hmm. Andy was in Nashville at the time, so he was on Skype, which yep. is always even weirder, because yes. you have, like, Max Headroom. Like, you just have, like, a head on a computer. Yeah. He's not there, and you're on a piano, so he can't see you. <laughs> I don't even know where you were, and I, I was trying to, like, kind of manage. Like, Andy, you have any ideas? And you were playing something in, in halftime, which is... <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> it sounds about right. Um, and then I remember running in and kind of starting on that verse idea. Mm-hmm. Lights are shot in the dark... And then you kind of took that and started running with it. Mm -hmm. I went back to Andy, and that verse was taking hold. And then Andy goes, Andy starts playing a piece of the chorus. Yep. And I remember it was like, I think we had, I'm still standing here, I didn't disappear. We were kind of lost right there. Yeah. And, and, and Andy just went... And he had a little da magical da melody. He, he had that little second part. Yeah. I remember yelling. You guys are in here, and I'm like...
1: Come ah, ah, oh, Get it.
0: yelling, you guys. Is it <laughs> just, Yell along, <laughs>
1: Gather along, children! Gather along.
0: I just felt like... Skype guy has it! Yeah, he had it. Yeah.
2: Well, he had the perspective, because he was on his own. Yeah, Andy was a miracle worker in that <laughs> yeah. <one>. I like <laughs> how we
0: pray, Surgeon. and then God gives him like the golden <laughs> idea. It was it's awesome. True. So... That was like, whoa. Because there's just something about that moment in the song that like hits you in the stomach. Yeah, yep. it has that like, thing. Everything sets that up to where, oh, what was that? So that, all of a sudden, we were off and running. And that song just went Grrr! And yep. by 7 o'clock at night, something like that, you had to leave. Yeah. And Both. you hadn't even had a chance to record the vocal. Oh, yeah. You're right. And You're we right. I
1: forgot about that. Yeah.
0: And we, we were like, this seems really good. Yeah. But it's hard to know. We have it all have it on, like, voice notes and yeah. our phones. Didn't
1: you record a vocal? I did. Yeah. Yeah,
0: we recorded a demo the vocal. So, you left kind of with your head spinning, I remember. You were just kind of like, dude, this seems cool. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know. And you know. were probably super
2: yeah. burnt, too, by then, as well, just because of all the writing you had been yeah, doing. Yeah, 21 songs, oh, 21 days. I, was, I remember, you, I remember yeah. when you came in, you were
0: like, you looked tired. You oh, know?
1: I was... Because of all the idle a stuff, A zombie. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, anyway.
0: And you weren't used to that kind of writing schedule, no, either, collaborating, so... I remember you left and were like, I'd love to hear it. And I think maybe we talked about me singing it. I don't remember, but I think we stayed late that day or I sang it the next day. No, we did that night. We did it that yeah. night. Yeah, because we were kind of pumped on it. So I sang the vocal and within a couple hours emailed you an MP3 with me singing it. And you're like, oh, oh this is promising. Yes. And <coughs> next available moment, you came back, you sang it. And then it was time for the Idol tour. Yeah, <clears throat> so
1: I remember, I'll, I'm really not trying to be um, use Christianology here, but I don't know what other word to use other than favor, mm-hmm. um, but I remember 19 um, telling me that they wanted me to do an original on the Idol tour, which that doesn't, that doesn't happen. I think maybe one other person had done it the previous year, Okay. Um, but besides the winner, um, who just sings the song that they sang at the end of the right the uh, finale song. yeah um, that it just doesn't happen um, so I'm like that's awesome what song like we're basically choosing the single right now um, yeah. or a single something mm-hmm. and um, and we were listening through and I don't even remember all the songs that I had um, yeah so many that you know probably won't ever see the light of day which is a crazy thing about but um this one came in, and I was just like, "Have you guys heard this yet?" And 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 they're like, "No, it's the one you did with Adam." So I played it for them, and they're like, "Wow!" It's like you have a piano moment. You have a big like. It's a ballad, but it's a really big like Rockin rock and rock ballad. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I was like, I think this would be great. I really do. Um, and we were talking to Capitol at the time. They were pumped. Um, but the bridge was, it wasn't even the way it was. Hmm. Um, yeah. so, um, I don't remember if it was, it wasn't it definitely went 19. It was probably capital. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It came in as like, Hey, what if you made it a little more vertical in the bridge just to be a little more clear, more overtly faith oriented. Yep. Um, but what was so cool is I had already done, um, several shows on the idol tour, um, before that conversation took place okay um, yeah I remember this so um, and it was getting great response people <laughs> loved it um, I remember every single person um, who was on the Idol tour with me all the other contestants they were like that part ba da 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 Phillip's girlfriend Anna she was like that part is like money and she was like <laughs> going off but having that conversation and then singing um, I never ever left you never ever left you no Jesus never ever left you And the crowd lit up. And it was like, it was the weirdest thing because I was still pretty far removed from the church scene. I just, they ran us ragged. So we just, there was no time for church. Well, dude,
0: I remember the moment when they (laughs) asked if we'd be okay tweaking the bridge and adding some more overt lyrics. And it was kind of like, this song, yeah, you were bummed. Yeah. The song was done. I remember talking to A um, and R over at, at Capitol, like yep. directly, and mm-hmm. and and they were like, "What do you guys think? Are you okay with this?" I'm like, "Really, it's it's Colton's decision, but I don't think it's going to hurt the song, and the song is clearly about that, but yeah. it's in your hands." I remember we we talked directly too, yeah, and I, and you were kind of against it, and I'm like, "Well, it doesn't hurt to try, yeah, and if we hear it and we hate it, then you can always move back to the other one." Yep,
1: and that's what we did, and and it was funny I don't even think the song wasn't even out yet no it wasn't because it, it, it released after the Idol tour Yeah. so I just tried singing the alternate lyrics one night okay. we wrote we we wrote it we wrote it and then and you then sang you, it you, like I had the lyrics I was looking at them and I was like I'll try it tonight that's how it went that's crazy yeah. and the crowd's reaction like people flipped out over it in a good way <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. and it was yeah. like it was kind of that affirmation it's like that's it yeah. It's just kind of cool. like, wow. It's amazing.
0: So, to put a nice little cap on the Never Gone story, you end up signing your deal.
1: Yeah.
0: That becomes this sort of I it was a single, but mm-hmm. it was also like a promotional single because it had started growing on the Idol Tour. hmm. Label just kept going with it. Yeah. It ends up becoming a number one song. Yeah. It's just a super cool story to be able to go back and know that that, even creatively, was kind of like, on a day when things weren't going that great and I feel as a director, a whole of prayer and just sort of engaging in yep in the creative process um in this very strange way you know with Andy on Skype and all this <laughs> yeah. yeah and then the song really reached a lot of people and yeah. man when you then it was time to make a music video oh and long story short man that that's one of my favorite music videos of all time I'm probably biased but yeah it's just one of those it's a tearjerker, man. I, yeah. Every time I watch it, my eyes well up. It's just really, really yeah. good. How's that
1: process? Man, um, the the guy who does, he's done all my videos. His name's Eric Welch. <clears throat> um, I remember we sent out the song, and we just asked people to to um, send back, like, kind of scripts or rough um, ideas for mm. where they'd want to take it. But I, I always thought, like, man, like, it would be so cool to do this prodigal son story. I mean, it's that's how I felt on the show. Yeah. Um, not that I was off doing crazy things. I just felt the disconnect um, mm-hmm. from being absorbed in that world, and and I was like, I wanna, I wanna tell that story because one, I know it relates to a lot of people, but two, that's my story. Yeah. Like that's that's what I went through. And and after after getting, each director sent one. Um, Treatment. St- treatment. Thank you. That's where it's a word. One treatment bag. Eric sent three.
0: <laughs> so mm. I was
1: like, that's kind of cool. One was like super steampunk, like air blimp, something crazy. Oh. Um, another one, I don't remember what the other one was, but one was the Prodigal Son thing. And I was like, hey, Eric, it's like, you know, we're just talking through all these ideas and, and, um, he was just so great to work with. And, uh, I remember, um. I got to go, they filmed part of it in Murfreesboro, where I grew up, um. Um, at this um, estate, and seeing um, just the story bits being filmed, one, it was, it was the first thing that I'd been a part of that was like high caliber, mm-hmm. that, was my, that was for me. Idol stuff, like, it's just the idol thing. Right. Everything's over the top. But just seeing all of that, like, they had a craft services table at one of my music videos, yeah. I'm like, hey, all right. That's really crazy. I've made it, mom. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, just seeing that story unfold and just what that all looks like, and uh, it was amazing. That was um, the thing
0: that blew me away too, is because whenever you have like acting in a video and a storyline, it's dicey. <laughs> it's dicey, man. And and the casting was amazing. It was. The acting was subtle and good. Like mm-hmm. there were some special effects in that video that were very yeah. You know, subtle like when the guy ages and yep. and the whole like I never found myself going like rolling my eyes and going like all right so why don't you yes. do that? I've done that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it was like great direction, great yes. acting. The whole thing was really brought the song to another level, which is what mm-hmm. you hope for in a video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was just killer, man. Yeah, can't really good.
1: Thank you. I'll yeah. pass that along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please do. The
0: guy's great. Yeah. Um, so what was his name again? Eric. Eric Welch. Eric Welch. The man. Yes. Yeah. Super good. He also did your Through All of It video, right? Looked through
1: All of It and More of You. Um, through so, All of It's a great video. Oh, it was amazing. Um, you gotta Google these videos. Really good. Through All of It, from a, um, a, a stylistic standpoint, Never Gone is my favorite. Mm-hmm. But just from a video and what it, how it made me feel, Through All of It, it hit me really hard yeah um, man. because i wasn't I wasn't there when all these people were giving the stories, so I had no idea yeah, so I, this video
0: to give you guys a little quick recap, it's like yeah very much performance based video you and a piano right mm-hmm. and then there's these real life stories of interviews of people who yeah. you know have gone through really intense things in their life like, yeah what's a, a couple of the stories is that um one veteran was,
1: um one was a veteran um there are a couple um that I've stayed in contact with one his name's Ben. Um, he's in his late twenties. Um, he's he's been through cancer um, remember, yeah. six or seven times, wow. um, and don't quote me on that, but it's around there. And um, but like that's awful and it's heartbreaking. But when you meet the guy, he's just one of the happiest people I've met. Wow. And I'm just like, wow. just my um, my human brain can't process that. It it surpasses my earthly understanding and knowledge. Yeah. Um, but but he ha- he understands that he understands the flip side of it and it was it's just so cool to be around him and to take it in. Yeah. Um yeah, and he's just the coolest guy. He does music as well. He's a composer. Oh, cool. Um he just worked on the most recent Captain America movie. Oh yeah. And legit. And oh, so awesome. it's so cool. Like yeah, I'm a living vicariously through it. <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, and then a another story. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, another story that just really hit me crazy. There's this organization called Three Strands. Um, they um, they rescue women and young girls out of human trafficking, and then those the same women um, they make bracelets to kind of raise awareness. Yeah. Um, and and give them something to do to get back into in the world, and and there was this girl, um, who um, her own mom sold her when she was twelve. I think. Jeez. Um, and just like you hear that and, and you, you, like when yeah, I first really. heard that, I'm thinking like, you know, I, I think Taken's a great movie, Liam Neeson, but like you see that and you, you put it off as like Hollywood. That doesn't, that doesn't happen in the States anyway. Right. Or, or whatever you like, you disconnect yourself from it on purpose because you don't want to really feel the weight of it. Yeah. But just to know that like, that's a real girl. And like, and she took time to come to Nashville to film this. and wow. and, and it and became... how old is she at this point? Um, she's um, tw- um, she's around my age, I want to say. Okay. Um, 22, 23, maybe? Yeah. Um, it's just like, oh, wow. But she's, again, just a big bundle of joy. Like, she got to come out to a show um, in the last few months. Yeah. And, man, it was just crazy meeting her um, uh, adopted dad and, and just, like... It was the coolest thing, man. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's crazy, out. man.
0: What when you see the the way, like a you know, a walk of faith throughout your life, and people that have gone through like stared death in the face, yeah, like probably both of those people have, and other yep. people in the video, and to come out with this almost uh, otherworldly kind of joy and and peace about life that you've been mentioning, yeah, it's just so it's really hard to describe unless you've encountered it, but I think that's like a it's so one of the things about, you know, following Christ that <clears throat> it's so hard to describe, but it's so visible. Like when you meet people like that who have gone through a lot and come out the other side happier than before, instead of you think the opposite would be true. Yep. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's phenomenal to me. It is. And that, that video really illustrates it in a tasteful way, which yep. is also difficult to have yes your song coming in and then fading down and having like interview footage come in and Mm -hmm. that again welch killed it welch that's a that's a touchy thing as well
1: yeah yeah
0: so dude so you have first album a messenger does amazing yeah you won two double awards right for that
1: i think so yeah
0: yeah it won rock record of the year Mm. and and that and never gone won won Mm. one the next album, Anchor, was uh Do we start we worked on that part of that with you too yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah. Great record.
1: Yeah. What's it got a devil word as well. That's right. So yeah. yeah. Okay. This is like right. two in a row.
0: <laughs> it's, it's Not weird. that it's about trophies, but it's just mm-hmm. cool to see like your path,
1: man. It's been the coolest part about all of that to me, like I'm stoked that like the fans connect with what I'm saying, they connect yeah. with music. But in that atmosphere, like growing up in CC music, Christian music, um, like I, I looked up to so many of those artists, and now getting to share the stage with those artists, to go on tour with Toby or Third Day was my first tour that I did as a solo artist, and that's <laughs> so cool. mind blowing. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're my dad's favorite band. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and I rub that in all the time, man yeah. But um, but being in that atmosphere at this awards ceremony, it was just cool to like. I don't know, just to um, come collectively as a group of of believers who are all who all um, have the same goal, yeah. um, and just to be like, hey, like what you did here was really good, and we just thank you for your service, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but to like, <clears throat> when when they announced my name, I was just like, I, it almost felt wrong. I was like, <laughs> I'm such a new thing here, um, and I just. Going up and receiving that, um, just looking around the room at all those artists, I was just like, "Man, that's really cool!" Like, I, all you know to do is say thanks, yeah. and and just it's a it's a cool thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a.
0: That's awesome, man. You know what it makes me think of as as I'm listening to you talk. Um, those of you who watch the podcast know that um, you know I've been writing a book and thinking a lot mm-hmm. about the arts and and the purpose of the arts and navigating being an artist and having a career in it and when i think about your story and then having worked with you throughout each stage you know like the, that first season of idol all the way through to the present day i mean we're here mm. this weekend working on album three yeah and seeing how you've uh i don't know first of all just the loyalty too i really appreciate mm. like just yeah i want to thank you for that because it's really <laughs> cool to have like a legitimate creative connection with somebody and then you just it's just simple for you it's not like the world opened up and you're like ah you know you, you work with a lot <laughs> of different people but yeah. you've really like um, treated it as something special And I've always thought it was something special when cool. we work together yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> but also your sure. ability to um, and I'm sure you can speak to this too is your ability to navigate art and commerce mm. and to be able to know like you're in an industry um, radio is a reality, selling records in order to make your next record as a reality, yeah. um, knowing that you, you know, you're really, you're a rock guy at, mm-hmm. at the heart of it all, but you play piano. Mm-hmm. So you have this, there's a lot of paradoxes there, mm-hmm. and you're always kind of, there's a humility that I really respect in you in terms of like, it even shows in your story of, of Idol, like mm-hmm. when you're just like, I've picked the song, but if you guys have a better idea... Let's hear it. Yeah. Which I think is a really cool thing because you're like that in the studio, too. It's like, Mm. even if you love something, if somebody's like, well, what about this? You're like, well, let's hear it. Yeah. Which is, yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of pressure in the music industry, whether it's the Christian music industry or the mainstream industry. You know, there are shareholders. These are big corporations that are, you're trying to make money doing music. And then in Christian music, you're trying to express your faith in an honest way. And you navigate that, and I feel like a really cool way, because mm. you're able to go into having a record deal with, um, with some fame and some notoriety, so you were able to capitalize on that and like go, mm-hmm. I want to rock. And
1: yeah.
0: rock isn't necessarily, or it wasn't huge on radio at the time, but you're like, yeah. look, I'm an, I'll do these other types of songs, because I love great songs, mm-hmm. but I'm also going to rock.
1: Yep. <laughs> and you're able to
0: balance that with the label in a really cool way. And we've been there for it. Yeah. It's, you're, yeah. you're
2: always true to yourself and what you want to do. And I, I like that. It's hard to find artists that do that. A lot of artists are kind of wishy washy. Like, they'll just do whatever's trendy or whatever works just to have a deal or whatever. But I like the fact that you're always like, this is what I do.
0: And there's and, a vision with what you do, too.
2: Yeah. It's like you have a sound, you know what you're looking for. Those are
1: those always the types of artists that I, I listen to. Yeah. Um, whether it be Switchfoot or um, whoever, um, I, I I respected them because they know who they were, mm-hmm. um, and that didn't that wasn't outweighed by what people thought. Mm. Um, and that's that plays a lot into your book yeah. um, and and that concept. But um, yeah, I, I just I, I'm my sound even just with this record, like it's evolving and mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. taking on. New form and new set and new things and new quirks and whatever, but yeah. um, but you can still hear consistencies if you go back to the first record yeah. and even listen to songs on this record, like whether it be melody choice or it's mm-hmm. um, similar. They're like there's a distant thread. cousin, yeah. you know. Yeah. I
0: relate to it a lot because I feel like there's a driving artistic vision that you have in what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, and you're either hearing it or you're not hearing it. And you're constantly in a state of evolution. You know, mm-hmm. whenever I, whenever we do a track, it's like, I know I'm going to send you a mix, and I know within a couple of days I'm going to hear new ideas for how to evolve the track. Mm-hmm. And there's, it's I don't know. I feel like every artist has a compass.
1: <laughs> Most people hate that, by the way. <laughs> it is. You haven't I mean. told me whether you love or hate it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think it's great because. The only thing that, that's hard for me about it is that I also have that compass. So I have to yeah. check myself. Like, this isn't my record, you know? Mm-hmm. But when you're when you're invested in something, even as a collaborator, yeah. there's a part of me that gets attached to what I'm doing, too. For sure. And you just have yeah. to remember, like, um, a friend of mine, this guy Jack Joseph Quigg, is a mixer, and he's like, you gotta remember whose wedding it is. And that that pops into my head. It's like... That's really good. Isn't that cool? <laughs> I like that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's it's Colton's <laughs> wedding, you know? It's like... Yeah. So, and I have to trust and I respect you as an artist so I'm like okay whatever you're hearing I'm either going to go like ooh cool idea or I'm going to be like
1: hmm that's, <laughs> not how,
0: that's not how I imagined it All right. <laughs> well, let's check it out but you got to go check it out and yeah. it happened on this song that we're working on right now X-Ray yeah. where you had some ideas and I was like alright let's just go I don't yeah. know I'm hearing something different but and then it ended up being awesome I started to see what you see mm. and I think that's what an artist has to do It's just sort of Stay confident in their vision and help people see what they see, and um, things work out. Trust your artist, you know.
1: Yeah, but it's it's equally as much um, responsibility on the artist part to come in with vision. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like especially in the writing stages. I'm a, I'm a, a rare artist, or people tell me that I am, in that I probably have the name of the record, before we even start writing. A single song for that record right and I know kind of musical t- I just I kind of get it all at once yeah you're a visionary then, type thinker all right no what, what do I need to say here um, but um, um, but like in the writing um, process it's kind of like you bring you bring your parameters you bring them um, like your sandbox yeah. um, in and you're like here's here's the big sandbox Help me explore a corner that I haven't gone yet. Yeah. And that's that's where it takes some of the, it gives you some relief as an mm-hmm. artist mm-hmm. to be like, oh man, I haven't even thought about going that direction with this topic and that has a place on the record. How cool is that? It is
0: in and the so sandbox. It yeah. is in the
1: sandbox. It's just not in that, that one section sandbox that you've been playing in for right. a while. That's, yeah. I think, the key
0: to your, what I've enjoyed about collaborating with you is that you truly are open to that. You know, yeah. I mean, I can think of multiple moments yesterday being one of them, you know, like I sang some lyrics in the morning. You're like, Ooh, I dig that. And then after lunch, I coffeed up and ran in here and was mm-hmm. working on a chorus and you snuck in behind me. You're like, you were like, that's big. Yes. And then I was like, great. And then I'm all getting into it. And I'm showing it to you more. And you're like, well, let's change a bunch of the lyrics. And I was like, huh. like it's not my wedding. Yeah. And then you sat down, we tweaked the lyrics. And it got better yeah. and better. Gana came in, the whole thing just started, and I remember I was rolling the whole time on the, um, on my voice recorder. Oh man, that'd
1: be a crazy thing to listen to, I'm sure. Yeah, it's
0: cool, and and I remember you saying earlier, sometimes a song happens in 30 minutes. I remember we had the verse and chorus done, and I picked up my voice recorder, it was like 28 minutes. It's was like, oh, this is awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. It's like one of those moments. <laughs> and um, we're going to record it today. Yeah. But uh, it's really cool, man. I remember the moment you came up with... The riff for uh, In and Out of Time. Oh
1: yeah. (laughs) And you were just like, Yes, that's it Like we were we weren't even working on that. We Mm -hmm. were working I don't even know what we were working on. I don't either. But you yeah. (laughs) Gannon goes off in his own little world sometimes. (laughs) He does sometimes. (laughs) Um, mostly uh, (laughs) but but man, that time it was just like I don't know what you're doing. I pray you're not p- playing someone else's lid, um, and he wasn't. Thank God. Um, but it was so good, and we—that that's still still—it's You can't top that show closer. Like that's there's just something about cool. that song that is just so it's fun awesome. and and kind of weird. But the fans are with you at that point because mm-hmm. you played all the singles. Yeah. Um, inside joke, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, that song is still like. Even my band, they're like. Is there anything else we can play at the end here? I'm like, yeah. name a song that goes better there, and cool. where would we put that one? <laughs> yeah. they're like, we don't know.
2: <laughs> That's a. I remember one. playing it on the roof in New York with you at, at the when. Oh Mystery gosh, that came was out. so cool. Dude. I forgot about that. That was a cool gig, man. Yeah.
1: So, um, is was it Capitol? I guess. The, yeah. The EMI building, I think. In e- new York. Yeah, before yeah. it became Capitol, at EMI in New York, it was a showcase. Um, for I don't even know who.
0: <laughs> just it like, was just more of like a celebratory, like, play yeah, for the staff.
1: Yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah um, really We played cool. on top of the roof. That we was Played amazing. noise, which was very fitting. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Um, in and out of time, never gone. We were like 20
0: or 30 stories up in the middle of Manhattan, like on a roof, playing music. Yeah. Looking like, around. That's pretty Hi-Fi's awesome. That was really The Beatles cool. had
2: done something similar when they did Let It Be, they... Played on the... I'm not equating us with the Beatles at all. Basically but I was just thing. thinking how cool is that Like that to be up that high playing a concert. <laughs> it, yeah. was it was amazing. Kind of reminded me of that. You
1: know?
0: That was a lot of fun, man.
1: It was it was kind of dangerous, too. Like, a little bit. Yeah, I was I on remember. a drum
0: riser. I could look over and just see like the street. Yeah, like, yeah that's yeah. kind of crazy. It was good. <laughs> I loved it. We
1: rushed a couple of those songs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I was on a click, so I will yeah. trying to hold everybody back. Anyway, man. Well, dude... Great having you on.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on. Love talking to you guys. Yeah, this is
0: cool. So that's Colton Dixon. That's Gannon Arnold. He plays chords. I'm Adam Watts. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace. Ringing sound. (laughs) Poison rain.